Welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast, encouraging women to become better disciples of Jesus. Every week we hear from women just like us that are being intentional to know Jesus more and to make Him known. Here's your host, Carmen Halsey. Hi, ladies, and welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast. I hope your week is going well, and we're glad you're sharing some of your time with us this morning. Today, I'm joined by a friend, a colleague of mine, Lisa Meisner. Many of you know Lisa. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. I'm glad you're here, friend. Oftentimes, Lisa and I get to have conversation. Very often, we're having conversation, work-related or non-work-related, but it's fun um, to get to just talk to you through the through the lens of this podcast, Lisa. So thank you for finding time on your schedule. Finally, girls, I've been trying to get this for quite a while now, but thanks for finding time on your schedule to let me to let me introduce you to the ladies across the state. My pleasure, ladies. Lisa literally just celebrated 25 years with IBSA this month. Um, I know just it was this week's staff meeting or last week's staff meeting, whatever time we're here in this podcast, you know, that she was recognized for that. And, and Lisa, I laugh because you're younger than me. So when did, when did you start here at IBSA? It was December 1996. And you were a baby. Yeah, I was 25. <laughs> well, I remember some of that story because I don't remember the details, but I'm thinking, I remember you, you were in another job maybe not satisfied or something, just seen a sign and thought this might be a temporary stint for you. I um, I drove past the IBSA building every morning on my way to work. I was in retail management and did not like it <laughs> and had been trying to find another job. And I would pray on my way to work and ask God to help me find something else. And I drove past this building, but never really noticed what it was. And as I was driving by, you know, you talk about that still small voice and um, you know, I just kind of heard in my head, what about here? And I looked and at that time the building sign said the Baptist building. And uh, you know, I thought, what about there? What, what would I do at the Baptist building? You know, why would I want to work there? And just kind of had this inner dialogue, you know, and like, I don't, what would I do? I, what would I even say? Go in and ask them if they have a job and it just kept coming. You know, what about there? Stop going there. And finally, I did one day on my lunch hour, and back then, IBS had, had a receptionist desk in the on the very first floor outside the elevators, and I, I walked in, and Becky Arnold was working there at the time, and I just asked, do you have any jobs open? And she gave me a form to fill out, and I got hired on as, back then, it was the evangelism secretary, and that's how I got started. Wow. I knew I knew some of that story you had shared with me, but obviously I know you. I've been here for eight years, so I know you as a writer. And if I was writing a description of who Lisa is, this, well, this is what I often tell people, and this is why I invite you in oftentimes to provide training and equipping and guide us. I would say definitely a writer, but you are grounded in the culture. You follow current news, but you also you you have a gift of discernment that you're able to understand it. You're, you've got an eclectic personality. You know, you just bring a different uh, you're classy. You bring a different layer of class and quality to, to life that's not always seen. Um, but I think that's what makes you curious. Um, but girlfriend, you've got a backbone. I see that, too. You, you've got a backbone um, and a voice. Okay, girls, this is transparency. I think I've spoke this into Lisa over the last year or so, maybe two years, um, as we've done a lot of work with Grace Haven and learning some of the abortion laws and keeping you aware on abortion laws. 
Lisa could be a lobbyist. I could, I could so, I could so see that. So, so how did you go from the receptionist to becoming? I mean, you're you're a lead writer, you know, on on our teams. Well, writing's always been a passion of mine, and I've always been a news junkie. Uh, you know, even when I was a kid, those are things I like to do. And my bachelor's is in history and political science, and my minors in literature, and. While I was working here, uh, I worked on my master's degree in communication through University of Illinois. Those are just things I like to do. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a journalist and, you know, had dreams of going off to New York, living in a loft apartment and working mm-hmm. for some major news network. You know, that was kind of what I wanted to do. And it wasn't quite how it turned out, <laughs> but God just enabled me to get to do this. I've held many different positions here at IBSA and just really been thankful that I've gotten to do the work that I've done and just different positions and different executive directors, the different ways we've been structured Mm -hmm. and things that I've gotten to do what I'm doing now. I'm just very thankful and blessed. I'm sitting here just soaking this up because it's dangerous when I hear somebody's dream because in my mind, I know I'm not God, Lisa, but I'm like, I'm like seeing this movie play out. I'm like, oh, God, what if you're taking that dream and bringing it back, you know, bringing it back to life for such a, you know, for such a time as this. So that is neat. Lisa, um, a lot of our audience, a lot of the women listening are writers or want to be writers, um, definitely bloggers, you know, especially a lot of our younger women. That just seems to be a very common thing that many have bloggers and eager, eager to always learn. What might you, what, what are some pro tips that maybe you would share with them or speak into them to spur them on? Well, there are a lot of ways you can do that. You know, there are freelance opportunities. A lot of places use freelancers. You can write a lot of places online. You know, of course, your blogs. And then there's Medium and there's Substack. I know I have my own Substack account and always think, yeah, I'm going to start doing my Substack e-newsletter and do all of that on my own personally. And then I get busy with writing freelance articles and writing, you know, IBSA and I haven't started that, but I'm going to, you know, even, you know, some people I know will just write oh, kind of short, maybe if you want to call them essays on their Facebook pages, you know, and kind of get going that way. Hmm. You know, there, there are a lot of opportunities and options, you know, just to kind of get started, you mm-hmm. know, expressing yourself through your writing. I'm, I'm making a note because, ladies, I'm getting ready to have a conversation with Lisa after this recording. Um, so if you're listening in and you're thinking, man, that's me, Carmen, you know, I'd love to learn more because, you know, God's put on your heart to write or to blog or so forth. Um, we introduced like a like a writer session at Priority last year. I just want you to know if you're listening, you want to be with us at Priority 2022 because we will have a whole track available to writers and bloggers, not just one breakout, not just one session but many and resources in our exhibit hall that you guys can come and, you know, that could, that could help you. Some of you guys that are already on the journey or like I said, some of the wannabes, um, that's one of our goals is to start realizing how is God equipping our women? What is he calling them into? And then how can we come alongside you and help to train and equip in that area? Um, all of our eyes towards the kingdom. So, so that's, that's good. 
Lisa, I want to I want to pivot the conversation a little bit, though, because I referenced this earlier. Um, I truly could see you being a lobbyist because um, you're you're just you're intelligent and, you know, I, I don't know if it's the history part. I don't I don't the political science, maybe maybe more of that. But um, you do have a backbone, but you have a niche of going in and um, and seeing current law, but also reading culture and being able to bring that back, what I call to to the lay leader, the Carmens out there and helping me um, not feel like I'm overwhelmed that I can't keep up with what's going on in the world, but you give it to me in bites and nuggets. Uh, to me, that's a skill that you have in your writing. Where, where does that come from? Is that something that you see possibly God waking up inside you? Has that always been there? Is that new? Because not everybody has that. And it's complicated to navigate what's going on in our legal culture right now with various issues. That's always been there. I was always interested in, you know, that's part of the news, junky thing. And also, as a kid, I declared the political, my political party before my dad did. Oh. <laughs> I can remember back in third or fourth grade, because you know, my dad was always an independent. <laughs> and, you know, and I was like, no, this is who I like, dad. And I've just always been into all of that. You know, I, I'm just passionate about things. Um, you know, I know what I think about things. And, you know, my mom always told me, you know, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And, you know, I, I just have opinions on things. And I know what the Bible says about things. You know, there, there are gray areas. But, you know, it's something I've always been interested in, you know, and wanted to do something along political lines, but never really have. So I follow all of that. Something you said over this past year, you and I sat for, I don't know, or maybe it's two years ago, for several weeks around what I would call a discipleship group table, you know, where we were into a Bible reading plan and getting to know each other on a different level, you know, with the studying God's word and hold each other accountable to God's word as the the essence that that was the purpose that brought us to the table. And I got to see um, I won't say a different Lisa. I think I got to see more of Lisa um, because I was in a different context with you. Um, we were at my house, you know, around the table. And and when you said earlier, I know what God's word said, you, you're solid. I remember that experience had me coming back here often to work and saying, Lisa, Lisa Meisner is solid. Lisa Meisner sincerely loves God. Lisa Meisner sincerely um, is seeking is seeking God. And I mean that as a compliment, not that I didn't think that before, but I think, you know, if, if especially Lisa, our audience listening, I think the way that gets expressed in our lives looks different within all of us. And you're obviously a woman that I would say marketplace woman. And it doesn't mean one, this is good and this is bad. But sometimes I think that we can, uh, sometimes women can maybe appear a little softer spiritually. But I don't even know how to describe the word softer than maybe other women. And, and sometimes we may look at them and think, are they a little hard? You know, do they do they not feel this? Or And, and I think that's an important, I, I think we can use you as an example to say, don't read the book by the cover. 
right? Um, you know, we we need to we need to go into the we need to go into the book, and I think that's part of the community as God brings us together so that we can learn together and walk this life together. He designs us, you know, the way He's created us. Um, I said earlier, you have a backbone. Um, I like to think I have a backbone, but hear me say, friend, um, as I have often done, there's certain arenas I'm sending you. I'm coming to get you to say you go because I'm not smart enough to handle that or I don't even know where to start, but I know you do. But there might be other arenas that I can go and lead and you, you know, come along. And um, so I, I say that as a compliment to you, Lisa. I hope you take that, you know, as a compliment. But I also say, ladies, if you're listening in today, understand you may you may be experiencing a season in life where you think man i am so in love with god and i am seeking him with everything in me but the people that god's got around me maybe in my local church right now you're, you're just not feeling that connection or maybe you feel like they don't get you or you're trying to feel like where do you fit or you may even sense that god is taking you deeper than maybe what you're getting around the table of the local church and hear me say there's nothing broken about you. Um, and it doesn't mean that that's not the local church that God has you at. But I think it can be a reminder to ro- you know, raise your head up and focus on God, girls, because you're part of the church with the larger C, not just the local church that he happens to have you have you placed in. Yeah. Do you do you want to add anything to that? I would I would agree with that. I think it's just important to remember, you know, that the truth. You know, truth is important no matter what. I'm just seeing, you know, just within the last few years, so many things within my personal life. And then we see in public life, political life, you know, even if it's something that is on your side that you believe in, we just need the truth. Whether it it may hurt what we think of as our side, I've just personally become so frustrated with a lot of things. And I just think, I just want the truth. Whatever that will mean, or we will find out. And if it hurts, okay, it it does. But you just need to know, just what's the truth. That's all we need to know. I don't know if that makes sense. Just so many things in these current years have been that way. Let's just know what the truth is. And then we can deal with that. We can make up our minds. We can decide and know how to handle things. Mm-hmm. It, it makes perfect sense to me. Ladies, Lisa's experienced some hurt in her life. And so for me to sit here and listen to her say, I just want the truth. It's going to hurt, but I just want the truth. Not what may come out, but just give me the truth. Because it's, it's pull yourself up, listen to it. Know that you're not walking it alone. That That's where I see you grounded in Christ. You know, God is walking that with you. He's not surprised by any truth that you may be hearing for the first time. And I think that's what I mean, Lisa, when I say I see the backbone in you. Um, you'll speak the truth. But you can do that because you know the truth. And that's the glimpse that God allowed me to see sitting around a table with you. And um, because you are so expressive, you know, your personality and the way you think, God took me deeper in my relationship with him because the Bible, um, it became even more to life as we both were able to share, you know, back and forth. Here's my life experience. And this is how I see this verse or this is how I've seen it manifested or played out. And I think I think that's what I see the backbone in in you. And we do need truth in today's public arena. 
But I think sometimes we see church backing away from that because we don't feel like we're qualified to know how to navigate that that landscape. That that's true. And in so many, you know, being a writer, you know, you are taught how to say things and express them. And sometimes even, you know, in communications, you know, with PR, you know, well, you know, you say things and you phrase something maybe to make it sound a little bit better. And we see a lot of that just in our culture in general. When you read things, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll notice that. And we see a lot of that in the abortion debate. You know how, well, that's reproductive health. And they'll say things, no, it's not. You know, that's really, you're ending a life. <laughs> that, that's not health. And you see so many things turned that way. That's, you know, part of what I talk about. You know, no, just tell the truth. Don't. Let's not sugarcoat, candy coat, and use words that we kind of twist to -hmm. make things sound nice. No, they're not nice. Mm -hmm. And that's just kind of part of that whole, you know, Mm -hmm. let's just tell the truth. Let's Mm -hmm. not try to kind of shift things to make it all sound better. Mm, That's good. But so, so I think I think my hope is that we wake with we wake up the Carmens to say it's okay, Carmen, that you don't know everything that there is going on. But understand when when something comes up and you can discern inside, oh, that's not right. But I don't know, or I'm not I'm not you know smart enough to talk sure. on that. Um, to know where to go to to say, can I get you know, can you coach me a little bit on this? Which to me is part of the community that that we are. Exactly, it's fine to not know there. There's so many things going on right now. You can't know everything about everything. When I was in college, I had an English professor, and she told us one time that was the early 16th century was the last time that it was possible to know everything that could be known in the world. I don't know if that's true or not, (laughs) but that always stayed with me that then you could read everything, read all the books and know everything that was known. And then science and literature, everything exploded beyond that point where you couldn't do that anymore. So I don't Mm. know if that's true, but that stayed with me. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was a, thing but you just can't know and it's okay to tell somebody I don't know about that you know give me give me a little bit let me do a little research into that and I'll get back with you about that or Mm -hmm. I need to talk to so and so you know Mm -hmm. I'll get back with you that's perfectly fine Mm. how do you stay current Lisa what who, who do you follow who do you I follow a lot of different people on Twitter and I read a lot. I know, you know, people talk about fake news and things like that. Uh, I learn everybody has their own opinion and a lot of major news is slanted. You know, like when I read, you know, that a headline an SUV killed people. No, the SUV didn't. The people driving it, you know, whoever was driving it did. You know, even, you know, when you read something like that. So I have a lot of news sources I go to online that really tend to be maybe both sides of the aisle and read those, you know, whether it's the Atlantic and then maybe I'll go to National Review, New York Times, Washington Post, Chicago Tribune, Fox News, NBC, you know, just read all of it. 
and just, you know, get all these different opinions. I like to read British newspapers online because they just, their reporting on news events in the U.S. is different. And, you know, they just have a different way of looking at it and a different viewpoint. And then whenever I can go to like original source, if it was something that, you know, there's a transcript of the events that occurred or live, the live video that was posted. And so I can make up my own mind. Well, I know IBSA has circled back to you. I would say you're probably the primary writer, primary person that they send to the Capitol to um, anything that that's, I'm going to say, an in-depth legal issue. They, they So they've, they've seen, you know, that you're able to um, listen and to discern and to be able to pull that out, you know, to share that news, you know, to share that news with us across the state. We have electronic, I think it's called IBSA communication that goes out and we have the newsletter and so forth, but educate the current. You know, when, when we just seem to be overwhelmed and think, oh, that's great, Lisa, that's you. <laughs> but what about us? How do how do how does a Carmen walk in the lane that God has me walking or a woman listening that maybe walk in their lane that God? How do they stay current? You know, how, how can they follow what's going on to be a disciple who's truly intentional about making disciples, but not feel like they're not utilizing their voice? Well, we try to stay current with the Illinois Baptist org online that's the illinois baptist newspaper and you know the newspaper publishes monthly at the beginning of the month but we're posting all the time on the website and you know you can stay up to date that way ibsa is on facebook as illinois baptist and also on twitter is illinois baptist and we share current news and on twitter we also share a lot of leadership pieces and articles too, along with that. And those are some of the main ways, you know, the IBSA.org website, that's more about IBSA and events and activities and things we have coming up and resources. But more news Mm -hmm. is IllinoisBaptist.org. So ladies, this is a great place for the commercial. You know, I say this every week on our podcast. Our hope is just to share stories with each other of us that are living across the state, just ordinary women serving this extraordinary God. But to really um, to, to, to drive home that concept of we're not meant to do this alone. You know, we're stronger together. That's the church. That God, that's God's church with the larger C. So if you're not connected to the community, get connected with us. You can find us on Facebook at Illinois Baptist Women. You can follow us on um, Instagram at, at Illinois Baptist Women or definitely come to our website and check out resources at ibsa.org backslash women. We want you to be part of the community because we're stronger when you're part of it. Um, because just like we're hearing Lisa's, um, some of Lisa's story today, you bring you bring resources too, and I'm you know Lisa. I'm so reminded often of um, two two places. One, you know, it's Jesus fed the five thousand. I'm always reminded of the little boy who said, you know, well, I just have, but he was willing to offer up the fish and the loaves. And I just envision that that you know, ladies, God has whatever already in our little lunch boxes if we will just bring it to the table. But sometimes we look at it and think, oh, it's just two fish, it's just two loaves. That wouldn't feed the crowd, so I'm just going to sit on it. And um, and that's not that's not what God's intent is. He means to offer it up and to share it. And as hard as it is, oftentimes the fish and the loaves are our stories. Oftentimes the fish and loaves are our experiences or the the scars that we you know the scars that we right. wear. So so I think that I think that's important. Um, 
And I believe with everything in me that God is raising up an army. I keep going back to the dry bones. You know, he gave me that word two years ago, the dry bones. In other words, we are believers. We're there. But for whatever reason, we've dried up. But God can and will breathe new life into us girls if we're willing to let him. But it's not going to come without work. It's not going to come without backbone. And that's where I think we can spur each other on. So so I've got to wind down this podcast um, for today. But Lisa, thank you so much, friend, for just, just speaking into us. But for what you do every day, that gives, that gives me and others um, tools just to be able to navigate the landscape out there where God's called us to do ministry. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate, appreciate everything only you all do. You're kind. You're kind. All right, ladies. Well, that'll wind down our podcast for today. But I want to tell you guys, have a great rest of your Friday. Have a wonderful weekend and a blessed Sabbath. And I'll see you back here next week on the Priority Now podcast. You've been listening to the Priority Now podcast with host Carmen Halsey. Resources mentioned today are listed in the episode notes in the podcast app. Stay connected with us through social media and our website, ibsa.org slash women.